You're listening to The Beauty Debut. I'm your host, Claudia Fabian. As someone who has spent over 25 years in the beauty industry as an esthetician, makeup artist, and in professional sales, I want to share what I've learned. Allow me to be your beauty avatar and give you a behind-the-scenes look at what it's really like to work in the world of beauty. And follow me as I navigate how to age gracefully. And remember, it's never too late to make your debut. This podcast is about all things beauty inside and out. Tune in every week to hear my conversations with the amazing professionals who are working in all aspects of the beauty industry. Get the scoop on the latest trends and learn firsthand insider tips and tricks to help you look and feel your very best. I'm so happy to have you here. The Beauty Debut starts now. Katya, thank you so much for joining me on the Beauty Debut, and I was really excited to get a chance to speak with you and have our listeners hear your story, and also because you're my esthetician, and I'm really, really excited um, to share all the benefits that I've been getting from coming to you for the last few years here in Las Vegas. And I will tell you that as an esthetician myself, you know, I'm super picky about who I let, you know, work on my face and who I trust. And I've never doubted your talent and you're just amazing. So if I can't give myself a facial, then I'd rather, you know, then you're the one to do it. (laughs) Thank you, Claudia. And thank you for inviting me to your special podcast. Yeah, it's, it's new and I'm glad you're a part of it. So why don't you um, start by telling me, and I think I know a little bit of the story, but I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot here today too, about how you got started in the beauty industry and how you became an esthetician. So I started um, a long time ago. It's been 18 years. And the reason why I started it, because my skin always had issues. I think all of us at some point, estheticians, um, decided to go into aesthetics because we wanted to improve the way we look and feel. I was covered in breakouts. I looked uh, like pizza face and nothing seemed to work. And I kept spending money and spending money and went for treatments, but nothing seemed to be working. And I decided, okay, that's enough wasting money. I have to figure out on my own how to take care of my skin and help others who is trying to improve their skin, but don't know how and don't want to waste the money and have that trust to somebody, you know, who's going to teach them and lead them honest way. And so, okay, so as you got started in aesthetics, I mean, I know when we all first start, like we're just kind of finding our way and it's just awkward and you think you know it all, but then you find out you really don't. Were there, now you're a master esthetician, but when you were first starting, were there any like funny stories or like, did you mess up somebody's eyebrows? For sure. sure. (laughs) A lot of, uh, you know, students, when they come out of school, they know, they know, they think they know it all, but you know, life kind of gets you on track and teaches you lessons. You cannot be too cocky. You have to know that you, you, you have to be okay with making mistakes because you will make mistakes. Yes. I took, uh, my first job at Euphoria, I took half of the eyebrow off on one of, uh, one of the clients. She was screaming at me so bad. I got so scared. Um, so it was my definitely first and last lesson 
of wax application. <laughs> uh, I, never, I never did it again. So it was kind of scary. And uh, of course, the lady was upset and I was scared. But it was kind of funny in the way because I took half an eyebrow off. And, um, you know, she just have to pencil it in until it grows back. And then another, another time, I remember I was working already for JW Marriott. I was um, doing gentleman's facial and I was talking to the guy and, you know, walking around the room all cool. And then second later, I catch myself on the floor. I tripped over the wire and he saw it. And he acted like nothing happened. I was so embarrassed. It was the beginning of the facial. And I was flat on the floor. Oh, no. Yeah, so <laughs> be careful when you're in the room talking. <laughs> multitask. Oh, my gosh. I know. Those are things that are just so humbling. But, you know, they make you better in the long run. But when you go through it, it's like yeah. you feel like I'm the only one suffering here. <laughs> And then, you know, I remember first, you know, finding out about your business when I was working for Glow Professional and, you know, I was in outside sales and of course I prospected your business and, you know, you were so nice to call me back and say, I'm not interested, <laughs> but, you know, you were nice enough to at least to call me back and, and make that communication. Um, I know that you're, you carry, you know, Jane Iredell as your, your main makeup brand, but you know, that's kind of how I first, you know, met you and got to know you a little bit. And then later we got to partner together. But, you know, I watched your business kind of grow from afar. And then when you, you know, you've made some some big um, movements upward. So how did you get, how did that even happen? I mean, how did you build that solid business? I mean, it seems like it's like you've been here forever, but I know it takes time to get there. So how did that happen? Well, the first and foremost, you have to be 100% dedicated. And you have to know that this is only thing that you want. You have to realize that nothing else interests you and this is all you want and you need to work hard because a lot of people go into this industry just to make money and because they heard that you can make a lot of money, but it is not true. You really have to know that this is what you want. This is your career. You dedicate your, yourself 100%. Uh, to it and hard work it's hard work people don't realize how much work it is but it's hard work yeah because you started off you know in a in a typical spa setting and then you moved out to be independent and I yes. think that's a big learning curve for estheticians I think they kind of glorify being independent like oh I yes. can make my own hours yes. I can come and go as I please no one's telling me what to do but then you get into it and it's like whoa like it's like triple the work yeah and a lot of people think oh you know I can control my own hours but um, actually you work more mm -hmm. when you start you know on your own you dedicate again 100% of your time and life to this business if you don't it's okay you can make it but you're gonna be just to me it's like average and I'm not average right <laughs> I'm not I never thought about myself as an average that's why 
that thought is always with me and I'm always pushing and I'm always pushing and I'm making myself better, always making myself better, always making my business better. Mm -hmm. And I know when you first started, you must've been in your own, you know, single, like it was kind of like a solo salon. I mean, you were in your own room. Yeah. Then you expanded and had two rooms and one was dedicated entirely to retail. Yes, correct. Can you tell us how that happened and and why and how you made that work? Yeah, and um, it happened because I felt the need to educate my clients on what to use when they leave my room. Because some estheticians don't think that they should be doing that, selling retail to their customers to take home because they think it's just uh, selling. Mm -hmm. And they feel uncomfortable with that. Plus, they, some of them think that if they're going to sell good products to a client, the client is not going to come back for services. So it's the wrong understanding of how the business works. And the business works, the way it works is the client comes to you and trusts you and needs education from you. And 80% work done at home by them Mm -hmm. so it is the most important thing is to sell the correct skincare products to the client and they do work at home and when they come to you you enhancing it you you're making it better that's why for me i was choking in my one room with all the products that's why i decided to separate my treatment room and have a little retail room because I started having a lot of clients coming back, not when their service is coming. They wanted to stop by when they run running out of products anytime they want it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that available, you're losing a sale right. and they go and buy it somewhere else. You educated them. You gave them the original package. You want to make sure that they come back to you not to your neighbor retail store or a retail esthetician who sells the same products. So that, this is how I ended up with two rooms because I saw that I felt my clients needed it from me. And then you hired a young lady um, to kind of manage the retail side, right? You had, that was like as your first employee, right? Yeah. And because I was getting busy with my clients, I didn't have time to spend time with them and book them and go through a confirmation of their appointments and bringing them out, you know, checking them out and checking them in. That's why I needed a helper mm-hmm. and started with one helper. Yeah. And I, and you carried a lot of different brands. I mean, it was kind of like a little skincare boutique and it was, yeah. It was really, I really liked it. I and mean, it was a cool vibe that you got to walk in and it was kind of a one-on-one consultation with, you know, this, um, the person that you put in place there and she became knowledgeable about the brand. Yeah. Yes. It was just a really easy thing. And then you were in the back, you know, in the other room sell or, you know, doing your skincare services and it was a win-win. You were able to service your clients, but also make money from the retail yeah. by having someone manning it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of us a lot of estheticians don't realize that most of your money coming from retail. Mm-hmm. If, if you're okay to slave for the rest of your life in the treatment room and always make the same money for 30 years, this is what makes you burned out. 
Yeah. That's what makes you to lose motivation. Yeah. You, you, you can't absolutely allow yourself to be there because you're going to not like what you're doing. You're going right. to be, your body's going to hurt. You're not going to be driven. You're not going to be motivated. You're not going to care about how your clients feel. And I actually recently had a new customer. She had from an, she came from an esthetician who retired. She's been doing her facials for 30 years and she could not wait for her to retire because she realized, <laughs> she realized that she's not good anymore, but she couldn't leave because she was loyal. So yeah. don't make your clients struggle like this. Yes. Yeah. And you have to stay current on what's happening yeah. to you. And, yeah. and we'll talk okay. about that because I know yeah. you're, you're really good at that. But as you were coming up, as that was kind of growing, the other estheticians that also had rooms, I mean, did you ever experience any competition, jealousy? Were they, you know, kind of watching what you were doing? I mean, was there any, any conflict, I guess, as you were rising to the top, so to speak? Yeah, it's always like that, especially... You know, when you're successful, you're going to have that and you have to learn how to keep moving and not paying attention to it. Yes, it, when I started working at the hotel and I was the busiest esthetician out of eight and everybody was saying, oh, it's just because she is privileged. She's a head esthetician. That's why she gets all of the clients. No one could admit really that or maybe we should learn from her how she brings the clients to a hotel, which normally is a touristy place. And I yeah. had 80% of local business mm. in the hotel. So I managed to keep all of the locals who came and visited the hotel. Mm -hmm. They all came back and they always stayed and they became regular. So it was always, always just because she's um, head esthetician. Then when I moved to rent, I had no clients uh, because recession hit and we lost a lot of business in the hotel. So I started renting a room with maybe two or three clients. And then um, we had another 20 estheticians in that place where I rented. Wow. 20 renting the room. And, and again, I started renting when recession was like really bad. And I've built my business there in two years. And other estheticians were always saying, oh, it's because she's privileged. She has a better room. So, <laughs> you have the better room. Yes. Yeah. Everything, the owner liked me more. Mm. And, and I have a better spot. And they always find these excuses. And yet they wouldn't say hi to me. They would give me looks. So... You just have to block all of it and you have to concentrate on your stuff. Do not pay attention to anybody else. You have to know what you want and you have to get to where you want, no matter what. Yeah. And I think that's really great advice. And I was going to ask you, you know, to share with other estheticians that are getting started or maybe those that, you know, want to build their own business and be successful at it and dedicate themselves. What are your top three recommendations what should they start doing today so um the first recommendation is never compare yourself to anyone mm -hmm. not any other estheticians uh second recommendation would be stay current uh, you know you have to educate yourself you have to take classes you have to keep yourself motivated 
you have to change the way you do treatments and try new things. It's uncomfortable, but that un uncomfortable feeling pushes you to next level. Mm -hmm. When you feel pain and uncomf un uncomfortable feeling, it means you're growing. Okay. And the most important to real thing to realize. Mm -hmm. And the third thing, thing I would say, never go in a static business for money. Money will come if you're passionate, if you love what you do. But to say, oh, you know, I know my other friend, the esthetician is making money. I'm going to do the same thing. Um, it's it's wrong thing to do. And then I know, you know, it's really easy to kind of also, I think, get swayed into kind of just going with what's trendy. Like, you know, if lashes are the thing, then all of a sudden you yeah. start doing lashes. If, yeah. you know, microblading is the thing, you jump on the microblade yeah. bandwagon. And not that those are bad things. Those are great yeah. services. Yeah. But how do you decide when it's time to make a shift and add something new to your offerings? Well, I always listen to my gut. You know, lashes and microblading, this is um, something that I never was interested. Mm -hmm. I always feel like, what do I like? What I believe in? What my clients require me to do? Because I have, you know, I've built clientele and I know what my clients want. So I kind of combine my gut feeling and what the clients kind of would like to have. I ask them, you know, what you you know, what would you like to see more in my business? How would you like to see my place improve? It's always good to ask for feedback. And I go from there. And of course, I'm an aesthetic business. And everybody is looking for the best anti-aging everything. Right. So that's why I, my main concentration of my business is to provide services, the best services for the to prevent aging. Right. Yeah. So, and this is what I, con I concentrate on. That's great. And then, you know, eventually now you have a full salon and, you know, spa type of environment and you have lots of people working with you. Tell me about Pearl Skin Studio. What can somebody expect when they come into your business? Yes, Pearl, Pearl, Pearl Skin Studio is a little bit different concept from other full service salons. Because when I built it, I didn't want to be like everybody else. I definitely was looking for something unique. And I decided to kind of make every area of the salon more private. Mm -hmm. Because I realized as I was aging and working a lot, all I wanted is to come to a place and experience peaceful atmosphere no crazy yelling or crazy music, but get all of my services done, um, have great customer service, and to be private with my hairdresser or nail technician or esthetician. I didn't want to be in the chaos of other hairdressers yelling or other clients talking about sex life with their <laughs> hairdressers. You know? and oh, that's not always bad. <laughs> So I, and I was uh, picturing in my head that I would like to attract those type of clients who appreciate, you know, that when they come and get their hair done, it's an experience for them. Mm -hmm. Relaxation, looking beautiful, get consultation with a hairdresser 
with an esthetician, with a nail technician, what services next they have to book or what products to use. And that's why I still carry a lot of products, um, a lot of different brands in my uh, salon mm -hmm. because people are interested in different things and we can accommodate everyone with every taste, with every age, with every skin type or hair type and condition. And it's very important for people to come in one place and get all of it done in one place at the same time feel peaceful yeah and you're you know you're um when you walk into your space it, you know you kind of want to stay and browse because yeah. you have so many different interesting brands and you always do have something new and you know your team has been they're phenomenal with helping, you know, you select a product and they're very knowledgeable. So that's great. And yeah, yes. that's wonderful. And I'm really excited. I hope that anyone that lives in Vegas or visits Vegas would definitely come into your space and, and see your beautiful salon. And I want you to share like, what are your top three must try services? And like, what, you know, what do we need to do here to stay young? Yes. So top three would, will be a microcurrent facials. Microcurrent is gentle electrical current that works out the muscle under the skin. Mm -hmm. It also helps to stimulate collagen production. Also great for detoxification, de detoxification purposes. So this is probably, I would say, number one seller. Is and how often do you have to do it? I know I've, I've heard so many different theories with microcurrent. What do, what do you suggest people do to get the results to maximize the results from microcurrent so if uh, you have special occasion let's say and you want to look uh, your best and you want your skin to look firm and tight you can get it done before special occasion results last up to 10 days mm -hmm. and then you're gonna lose the result if you're looking for more permanent results from microcurrent uh, you should be coming once, twice a week. Depends on your age. Uh, it can be from 10 to 15 treatments. So the younger you are, the less treatments you need. The older you are, the more treatments you need. Mm -hmm. So you come one to two times a week for 10 or 15 treatments to obtain more permanent results. And then after like a workout at the gym, you build the muscle and then you maintain what you have without losing it so okay. it's the same thing what microcurrent does for your face okay so it's just firming and lifting and working out the muscles of Muscle. your face the structure to keep it lifted yes um and also stimulates collagen production that's all great okay so i need yeah. to get microcurrent okay what else do we need to do to look young so there's another treatment uh it's brand new treatment that i just uh, brought in it's DMK enzyme uh, facial. Mm -hmm. It does kind of similar things to microcurrent, only it doesn't work out really the muscle okay. uh, under the skin. What is lymphatic drainage? The tightness of the mask that stays on during this treatment for 45 minutes helps to wake up fibro fibroblast cells. Okay. And the, those fibroblast cells start working really hard on stimulate to stimulate collagen production. Also, this treatment increases blood circulation, with, which helps 
to bring more oxygen to the skin and again to flush all of the toxins. The results are amazing. They last for a long time, probably I'd say up to three weeks. Ooh. And it improves hydration of your skin. It uh-huh. treats breakouts. It, tre- it, treats, uh, it balances the skin. So if you're oily, it's going to be more balanced. If you dry, it's going to be more hydrated. If you're prone to breakouts, you're going to see de- uh, decreased amount of breakouts on your skin uh, during... Um, next month after you get it done. So it's all in one. Yeah. And I've heard a lot about DMK over the last few years. I know it's a really popular treatment for estheticians, you know, to do. I haven't seen it in a lot of big spas, but I know a lot of independent estheticians really rave about this brand. And I love that it's an esthetician brand um, and I can't wait to try it. So when I come to visit you at the end of the month, I definitely want to get that. And, you know, maybe we I'll film it and I can put it on my Instagram so people can see the before and after because I can't wait to get this treatment. Now, would you get that and then also do microcurrent or no? You can get, you can get DMK enzyme treatments in between your microcurrent treatments. If you're doing a package of microcurrents. Okay. But not together. Okay. No, no, I wouldn't. Or I would alternate. I would do one month if you want to look fabulous, one month of microcurrent then another facial that you book, it's going to be DMK so you can switch it and try what you like better. Um, and then what's the third? So um, we have to do microcurrent. We got to increase that circulation mm-hmm. with yes. the DMK enzyme treatment. Yes. And then what else? So, and, and the third treatment that they sell a lot, I would say I sell a lot of quick flash peels. You know, they can be very gentle, summer-friendly flash peels. They can be very strong flash peels depends on the season and depends of course on uh, how the skin prepped and skin type and condition of course the age you take under consideration all of those Mm -hmm. to decide which treatment to go with so flash peel it's done you know very quick 15 to 20 minutes results are amazing the skin is smooth Uh, it helps with again dryness it helps with oiliness it helps with breakouts helps with pigmentation helps with tightening of the skin and just looking radiant yeah and i loved those wooden roller things that you use oh yes <laughs> what is that, that? I, I don't even know the name of those but i mean i i know all about gua sha and the gua sha mm-hmm. stones but this was yeah. using wood tools which was really yes. different yes uh those uh, those wooden tools they kind of do similar thing to gua sha so it's all about increasing blood circulation because everything then your factory under the skin works much better because everything is woken up mm-hmm. everything the blood starts flowing the oxygen comes to your skin you know everything is moving around everything is awake it's like spring you know in your skin everything is blooming so those tools increase blood circulation and it provides you with firmness, tightness, uh, brightness, uh, radiant look. It just does all of it. Mm-hmm. And just quick, I'm just thinking here, you know, I, you know, I, with your accent, do you think that helps you sell because you have an accent? I think some of the people really, <laughs> truly uh, think that, you know, we know more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think. Part of it's it's true because we're immigrants, 
right. we're constantly striving to survive because we were not born here. Right. We don't have privilege of being born into wealth, you know? So we need to hard more to educate ourselves. Plus, you know, not speaking a hundred percent the language, it makes us study harder uh-huh. to make sure that we understand everything correct. So, and I think that's why people know that we might work harder and we ah, okay. dedicate more time to education because again, we need to survive and we need <laughs> right. to, right. yes. Yeah. And of course the part that I'm coming from, you know, we're known for being hard workers and being very strong minded. Yeah. I just, I know I always, that's always been something I've noticed in my career. You know, I've worked with French estheticians uh-huh. and it just seems that they just, you know, they just sell so much easier. And I think it's just because people, Americans are so like, oh, you must know everything because you have a French accent or, you know, with your <laughs> accent, it's like, I mean, I know I listen to you. I, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm not going to not do what you say. <laughs> yeah, we, we sound very like... You're stern. You'll tell yeah. me like, don't do that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is the way we were raised we we were brought up like this either you do it or you don't don't bs me yes i get that yes i get i get the katia vibes and i'm like whatever she says not gonna question i know i know you're busy katia and i know you have to run but i wanted to finally just ask you to share with everybody what has the beauty industry meant to you and your life like tell me like what it means to you i found purpose this is my life, this purpose of my life, and helping women and helping them to understand that they have people who can they trust. They can trust us. They can trust me. And I'm going to tell the truth. And it makes me feel really good. Mm-hmm. I feel fulfilled because people come, they trust, and I will never do it just to upsell or to do something that is not good for them. So I found purpose in my life. I help women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. And you really do. I mean, I, my skin has never looked better since, you know, just sticking to your treatments and staying, you know, consistent with them. And because I think sometimes as estheticians, you know, we don't always do to ourselves. And since I haven't been in the treatment room, you know, it's been easier for me to come in and get facials. Now, who does your facials? I have Jennifer here. She's okay. my... Um, renter but she was my student first mm-hmm. i taught her on most of my treatments and i taught her you know what i expect from somebody when they work with me in my place gotcha so i taught her how to clean okay her, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which, yes. Uh, when the covid happened and they sent state board sent us new cleaning procedures i was laughing this is what we were supposed to do from the day one when we got out of school yeah so for me it was nothing new except wearing mask yeah okay well great yeah so now she's renting here and i go to her for services great Great. I'll have to try her sometimes. I know you yeah. get so booked, but um, you're my fave. And I thank you so much for sharing all your tips. I really hope that if there's, you know, some young estheticians listening, you listen to Katia's advice and, and do what she says or else you're in trouble. <laughs> yes, correct. Do it or don't. Do it or, or fail. Yes. 
Thanks, Katya. You're welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, I would be grateful if you would rate and review and be sure to subscribe so you can get notified when the next episode goes live. To learn more about makeup, skincare, self-care, and my personal go-to products, visit thebeautydebut.com. Do you want to continue today's conversation? You can find me on Instagram at thebeautydebut and on LinkedIn at Claudia Fabian.